So many questions, so little time, I got no one to ask. So I'll lay here in bed and ponder these questions. I am still so overtired, but I can't sleep. So, let me tell you a story about a young girl. This girl decided to walk home alone in the winter snow. It is dark, and it seems to her that the streets are dead. There's not even a sound. No cars from the distance. No sirens. No barking from the dogs. Strange. Very, very strange, she thought. She decided to walk home. Which was just a few blocks from the station. Not that far, she thought. I'll be there in a minute or two. So she began to walk. At first, she walked slowly, she took her time. But she heard a noise behind her. I wonder what could have been. Could have been a cat. Could have been her neighbor. When she turned, she saw no one. She thought it was strange at first. But she knew her imagination went wild. As... For last summer, she thought there was some monster in her tub. And ironically, it was just a rubber ducky. She ignored it and continued going off. She took out her keys out of her pocket and put it in her hands. Just in case, you never know. And as she continued walking, she thought she felt something, something there. You know that feeling when you're being watched? That feeling of goosebumps on your arms? That's what she felt. She felt it. It was very, very uncomfortable. She continued walking. The keys spread, rattling in her hands. She knew that there was only a few steps ahead. 
so she continued walking faster. It was more like a run. She ran it towards her gate and unlocked it. When she removed the padlock and opened the door, well, the gate, when she opened the gate, she closed it so quickly that she did not realize that there were two young boys at the other side of the fence. And they seemed to be staring at her, staring down at her, even for a young age. Didn't seem right. They were like old men judging. But they kept looking. They didn't say a word until one said, We're lost. Can you help us? She knew very but she knew well enough that she should never let strangers, not even young boys, into her home. She knew well enough. Never let strangers enter her home while her parents are dead asleep. So she told him, forgive me, but I can't help you. And she, at first, they agreed. But the other said, we lost our mother. We need to call her. Would you let us in? Once more, the young woman said. I'm sorry, but I can't do. I can't call. I can't let you call your mother, but if you give me her number, I'll call you. I'll call her for you. They looked very upset. Well, sound more upset. The first one who spoke looked up at her, looked up to her, with dark, cold eyes, looked through her and says, You will open the door now. You will open the door now. Let us in. She didn't say anything. She was too frightened. At first she froze. Until the second voice repeated with repeated the other boy's words, "Open the door now, open the gates, let us in, let us in." She feared it just ran towards her door and opened it wide and shut it behind her. She didn't know that they weren't allowed. In the gates, she didn't know if they would enter her home. All she knew, all she ever knew, was that she had to wake up her father and her mother before they came in. And when she did, her parents came out looking. There was no one there. There was only footsteps in the snow. Mm. 
It was the dead of night. And ironically, she wasn't the first. Treeport said strange things. Just a few nights after, a young boy went missing. And his family were both gone. I mean, they knew where their bodies were, except for the young boy. To this day, they're still looking for him. But rumor has it, it was those black-eyed children. They were the ones who took him. It makes you question. It makes you question if you're ever safe to walk alone in the dead of night. Even, even if they're just children. Hell, there's a story. There's a story about a young man. He attended some sort of university. And this young man, he decided to take a break from his studies and decided to go walk. At night, alone, once again, and take the cool air. That blue air. No, yes, the cool, fresh air. Terrible to think that he was alone. It was such a beautiful night. So that's what he thought he was alone. He noticed something was far and near the trees, past the trees, past the leaves. It was as if it blended in the shadows. It was taller than the leaves, well, the trees, and it could reach the leaves. He didn't know what it was at first. Tired. He must be tired. That's what he thought. Until. Until. No. He got closer. In curiosity. And. He saw move. Shadows don't move. There's just nothing there, right? You must be going crazy, he thought. I must be going crazy. And then he saw it again. This time, he was moving away from the darkness and into the light. It was as if it was another creature with its own mind. It had long limbs, long legs. It was just tall, and it moved very quickly. 
in fright, he decided, you know what? I'm not staying. He decided to leave. But he saw someone there. And honestly, it scared him. He thought a group of people that were coming towards him was with that man, that creature. So, he hid. To this day, if you ask him, why you hide or why you hid, he will tell you he was just scared. And he wanted to leave, and he didn't want anyone to know he was scared. Come on. A 33-year-old man scared? They probably thought that he would go crazy, or probably even worse. But he did something that made him scared. This society is kind of strange. Anyone could be thinking anything. Anyway, he went off and hid behind a bench. A sales group of people passed. They didn't notice the creature. The creature that was walking besides the trees and past the light, how could they not see it? It was so tall and so dark. It was like a walking shadow. How did they not see it? When he got up and he left and he ran as fast as he could, what before those people had left? He turned back, and it was gone. Right? It's just clearly as his thoughts, his imagination. Until he went back to his room to study once again. He wasn't alone. That thing followed him. If you ask him, you would say something was in his room. Why, you may ask, because that thing, it scratched him. I mean, it's fine if you get scratched by, I don't know, a door, the ground or what so, but it went through his skin and it made him bleed. And when he got up in terror, all his books were somehow pushed off the table. And some of it was just thrown across the room. As if something in the room was upset. I don't know. Hell, if you ask him, that black thing, or that black shadow monster, whatever you might call it, still follows him today.
Nisu left school because he couldn't handle the stress. And no one ever knew about him. Isn't that kind of weird? I think so.